welcome to Bridging Chicago, a podcast that aims to connect our listeners to Chicago's business, community, cultural, and charity leaders. Hello, and welcome back to the Bridging Chicago podcast. I'm Nathan, and I'm here today joined with Martha Razo and Gabriela Gomez, uh, two of the authors of Business Diva that was authored by 20 women? 22. 22. Okay, I thought it was 22, and then I was like, I know I'm going to get it wrong. 22 women, so we have two of them here, and uh, we have heard a lot about your incredible journey, a lot about your your past and sort of where you came from, and so today I really want to talk about the book and the business because I think that is going to be really helpful for people to understand about how this came to be and then about what you're doing out there in the world, and so Martha, we'll start with you you at some point had inspiration to write this book and then decided to bring on some amazing women business leaders to help you do it what like when you were when you had the idea and then actually were like okay let's make it happen what what were you thinking what was going on what uh, that had to be like a crazy time for you it actually happened at an event it was Deals and Heels. They do a real estate event here. Okay. And one of my friends, Alejandra, she tells me, Martha, I, I really wanted to be in today's Inspired Latina. That's how most of us really met. And, and it actually sparked from her because she wanted to be an author. Mm-hmm. And they, they were no longer doing today's Inspired Latina. Volume 10, which I'm in, was the last one. Okay. So I was, so she left me with that little seed. I'm like, I don't know the book, Alejandra, but I'm going to create a book so you're in it. Wow. I told her that moment. And our event is going to be bigger and more amazing this, than this event. We That's were so at a cool. huge event. Yes. And like, we're going to do something like this, and you're going to be in it. So it didn't even take me two weeks. Business Diva came up. I'm like, what do me and Alejandra have in common? Because we're separate industries. Yeah. And I'm like, what all these women have in Deals and Heels and in this and with Alejandra and me is business. We are women who had a vision. We have a love or a passion for something, whether it's beauty, hers was cleaning, um, Gabby's is beauty. We have some that are food. We have real estate. We have finance. I mean, you can name any industry. And these are women who took the step that's the harder thing the leap the decision like okay i love the finances and now i want to help the world understand their finances for example so i said business let me find women who are leaders in business in their respective industries so then that's where that came from and i thought business diva and it was a back and forth because diva is a difficult word it's it's a it's a tricky one because a lot of girls did not like being associated with diva. Yeah. And you know why? I realized, I thought the problem was that they thought, oh no, I, I don't want to be a diva because diva comes with a negative association of being uh, aggressive, yeah. um, being dramatic. But no, if you really extract the word diva, it's a, it comes from divineness, goddess. And if you combine business, you are a goddess in that respective industry so then I took that and I'm like I need to have these girls and a lot of them did not like business diva because they did not like diva and I figured out why and this is a problem for many people not just the authors who were in the book people do not they uh, 
they minimize themselves. They don't know how amazing. All of us are mini gods, if you think about it, because we came from a creator, whatever that God you, you refer to. But we are all mini gods. We are all divine. We are amazing. And this was a great opportunity for me to inspire the girls too, because they didn't accept that they were divas. And like, you are a diva. So as they were writing their stories, I know, and you can talk for yourself, Gabby, that they were opening the door to seeing what I see in them. The divineness, the goddesses in them, the incredible that they were able to create this vision. And now they have businesses and all of you can do it. You saw Gabby has dealt with bully. I dealt with being undocumented. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what you overcame, like the, the limitations. You don't have the education. It just takes a decision. Today, I want to open this. Today, I want to start school here this date. Just do it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You start your introduction of the book. I, I remember this as you were talking. You start your introduction with a definition, really, of business diva. And you say a business diva is resilient, persistent, courageous, witty, kind, and charming all at once, which is a lot of stuff. It's like to be all those things is really, really a lot. But what I think that kind of boils down to is that you really can't box it in. You can't say this is what a business diva. You have to be this in order to be a business diva. But it, it means so much that every person can relate to that. And I think there's still some level of femininity to it, I think, of, of being um, passionate because like the masculine energy doesn't necessarily know how to bring that out as much. And so I think there's still that level of it in it, but it's so accessible to everyone that, you know, even no matter who you are, you can identify with being a business diva. I can identify with it because I, I can be passionate. I can be compassionate. I can be kind. I can be all those things. So even I, who identify as a male, can say, man, I want to be a business diva because oh. there, there isn't this box of it anymore. Right. Um, Gabriella, why don't you share with us when Martha came to you and said, I want you to be a part of this, what you thought and then sort of how that happened for you? Um, well, it was a really nice experience. I'm actually in Today's Inspired Latina, volume eight, and I had already wrote a story. And and then I thought about, I'm like, okay, what am I gonna say now? Yeah. Since I didn't put everything like what we covered earlier. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't open up yet. Uh, to a book and put it down in writing uh, and but I'm like oh she's talking about my business how I created the business so when she came and asked me I um, we had a meeting and and it felt really nice I'm like oh it would be nice to have it especially when she told me the diva because it does go with the beauty more like the, uh, the external beauty yeah and I'm like diva business I'm like oh okay business diva diva business I'm like oh you know what it sounds it's ringing on the bell so I was one of the ones that did accepted the like the actual name of it because yeah. um, I, I identify myself because I seen that goddess that she's mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew at first I'm like, why why would she choose something like this if this is, has nothing to do with beauty? Because a lot of people do uh, as women. Sometimes we refer this and connect it to beauty mm -hmm. and diva. You mm -hmm. see a person more like all put together. And, uh, and a lot of people do not, like Martha says, do not value themselves as, as that. Or they think that because I don't wear makeup, I don't wear heels, I don't wear a suit, I don't yeah. wear a dress, 
they think that they cannot be a diva, but it's more like the inside. We're talking about the inner beauty, your power as a person, uh, as a woman, uh, your empowerment. So to me, that's what the word, it was so empowering that I'm like, you know what, I want to be in it. So it actually, I think I told you yes right away. I yeah. think so, right? I think I was one of the ones that told her, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in. And uh, and I was in once I got there, but I, I loved it. I just thought that it went really well with what I do. Yeah. Well, I just kind of like owned that little part with whatever my brand is. And uh, and then I started just, when I wrote it, I kind of rewrote my same story from Today's Inspire Latina, but it was more developed and mm -hmm. more transitioning into what my uh, business is all about. Yeah. And I went in more in detail yeah, on that. Well, I'm glad that you did. Um, let's talk about the business a little bit because some really good business advice in here as well. And I think that is equally as important to talk about because um, Martha, your, your business has really came about very differently. Um, I do want to talk about your family business, Martha, and how you got involved with that. One thing I want to make sure that we cover, so I'll ask you about this, but you can also talk about the family business, is you mentioned in the book, if you want to understand how to build business, how to be a business person, you have to understand numbers. And as a mathematician, I'm guessing you would love that. As a, as a lay person, I hate it. So for, for people, if you can expand on that a little bit about what you meant about why it's important to understand numbers and then how that helps you build your book of business. Okay, so I love numbers. I mean, that's why I studied mathematics, right? It was mathematics or theater. <laughs> and the theater school didn't want me. Um, so numbers. I mean, when you think about businesses, there's two options in business. You keep growing your business, right? Or the second one, you grow it to sell it to an investor. Mm. But what is being considered in the growth? Growth translates to sales, profits. And what is that? Numbers. So you always have to go back to how you measure that growth. It's measurable. And there's certain metrics that Unfortunately, I came across many business owners, they don't know these measures. They don't know about a profit and loss. They don't know about budgets. They don't know about balance sheets. Like they look at me like I'm, I'm talking Chinese, right? But if you don't understand that as a business owner, that's where you have to start. Mm. That's one of the very first things you have to do. And the investment. If you wanna grow your business and sell it to an investor, what is an investor looking at? all those reports that I mentioned. So unfortunately, to those people who don't like numbers, I'm sorry, <laughs> and let me tell you the reality, if you want to be very successful in business, I mean, anyone can have a business, but if you want it to last the three year mark that they say that you will do, you, yeah. you will not make it. Yeah. If you want to make it through years of building this business and uh, giving it to your family and leaving that generational wealth there, you have to look at your numbers and you have to constantly uh, be growing as a business owner, be growing your business, understanding your your employees and trying to measure how can you satisfy them, satisfy your clients and just developing this better company, this better structure of business from, from a numbers perspective. And it really helped me. I'm going to go back to your family, for my family. I did not know business. I studied mathematics. So you can just think I am a person who understands theorems, theories, crazy like algorithms, your differential equations. I know how to do that. So how does that relate to business? Well, I go into my father's company and I just worked in the warehouse yeah. like any of the guys. 
I was um, unplugging nails from boards, cutting wood. I was in there working like the guys. I learned how to use a forklift, so I'm forklift certified. So yes, I work in a man industry. You know, I don't have a lot of muscle, but it's in there. Um, it's in the brain. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm actually strong, it's, you just don't see them. Um, so then I realized like I'm getting my bachelor's in math and statistics. I have to be more useful. So that's when my father told me, okay, here's the office. He shows me his office and I'm like, ay Dios mio, what did I get myself <laughs> yeah. into? Because it was just, um, he had no bookkeeping system, nothing. It was just a book, uh, it was a box of shoes with a bunch of receipts. I didn't know anything. I didn't know accounts payable, accounts receivable. But one time I looked at his bank account and I'm like, you know, you're in negatives. And that's when he told me, well, that's why I have you. And that's when I'm like, holy macaroni, this mm -hmm. is for real. He's expecting me to mm -hmm. grow, I mean, to bring him from the negatives and do something about it. So that's when I, I bridged my numbers. I'm like, first I organized all the papers, I did QuickBooks, and then that's when I started to use my analysis skills in math, like my re linear regression, the statistics, and that is when I was able to create proposals to banks and say, hey, we need financing for a better building. Oh. Um, we need to grow our, our production. So I looked at all these numbers and had investors, and now where we are, we're a multi-million dollar company and we are nationwide. Yeah. But it's the numbers. If yeah. you are looking for the next level, then you have to look at them. Yeah, yeah so important. All that, um, all that knowledge and all that experience has now brought you to Solix Business Solution, Business Services, which is your um, consultancy uh, arm there, I guess. Um, it's your consultancy business that you have started. So is, are you sharing that information with other business owners who want to figure out how they can do the same for their companies? Yes. So they want to learn how I did it. I have two ways that they can work with me. I've developed a course called The Power of Numbers. That's a six-week course I give twice a year. This year will be July and probably September. Yeah. And I teach business owners the basically everything I did to grow our numbers mm. and how to measure that. The second one is my consulting. So if you're a company and you're like, okay, I want to go to the next level and I go into your company and I look at your numbers. I make no decision for you without looking at the data. Wow. And if there is more data that needs to be collected, I will post a question and the data that needs to be collected. And I can help with all of that because I also have a background in coding. So if you need yeah. even higher level cognitive work there, I do all of it. So. Wow. Yeah, that's a yeah, one-stop shop there. Yeah, one-stop shop because I also provide um, vesting. So I help wow. people, like if you want to invest and you're like, okay, where do I put my money? Uh, I can give you the crash course and I can provide you with the resources. That's amazing. It's really, Beautiful. really amazing. Um, Gabrielle, I was really inspired by your story because one of the things that I learned when I was reading your story is that you weren't just... Like, I'm going to start a beauty company and did that. It actually, where you like had an interest in it, but people were, but it was like, well, you can't really do that. So you got to do something else that makes more sense first. And then maybe, but, it was, but from what I understand, it wasn't like, I'm going to start a beauty company. It was like, well, you can't really make money in that. And you need to make money. So figure out how to do that first. Tell us how like all this happened and, and about your company, <coughs> how you were able to go from, 
I got to go to school and get an education first to now being a business owner and, and just kind of blowing up and, and traveling all over the world to do this. Yeah. yeah well, mm, one of the things that I, I was looking for first was to heal all my situation, yeah. my past, my past life. And I needed to put myself together first um, with a, an accounting and business um, degree. I was not happy. I actually was in, um, I was doing investing. I was actually one of the um, um, Northern Trust, well, a lot of like banks and um, financial institutions. I worked in three of them and I was there for 17 years. One of the things that I did uh, realize is that that was not something that I was connecting to. Mm. Um, but I think I was more in the, in the search of like the healing part. And I did this since I was a little girl. I was yeah. very curious when I was a little girl. I love transformation uh, inside and out and on the outside. Um, anything that has to do with transformation, I'm really, I was always really interested in. But once I, um, I decided, I mean, I was all glimped up going into uh, like a business office. You could tell the difference because yeah. I always was all glimped up. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's when I realized and everybody will like, like make notice of it. And they will, they tell me, you know what, um, why mm. are you here? This, this, you don't belong here. And then I'm like, well, I'm here in an investment company. <laughs> so I, I loved it. I mean, it paid me well, but I was not happy. Right. So one of the things um, I decided, I think a dream leads you to a decision and then um, action. And that's when I decided that my hobby turned, I was turning into like a business because mm. everybody was recommending me. Like everyone from the office who got married or uh, quinceañeras, weddings, um, sweet 16, all kinds of these big events. I was always the one invited to do the hair. I would not charge in the beginning, but I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Sometimes I found myself doing a lot of people, but I found on the way, every time that they sat on my chair, people had situations, yeah. emotional and uh, all kinds of situations. So what I did was just um, one day, whatever worked for me, I wanted to share it with everyone else. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna open up just the salon to do hair and makeup or just to do hair or chemicals or whatever. Uh, you direction because I mean beauty the beauty industry is like it has a lot of branches I decided to just do the what how my brand says the art between the inner and outer beauty and also explore and discover your your uh, inner beauty mm. because if you find your inner beauty then you can get empowered you yeah. know what your value is and you know what you really what direction you want to take your life so one of the things that I mean I had all kinds of uh, like talented people on my chair but all of them had a story and the story was destroyed. And I'm like, what is going on? That's when I started doing this program that actually teaches you everything that builds you inside and actually transcends on the outside. So doing this, um, I was, I'm known as a makeup artist. I'm known as like a beauty expert or a beauty coach. But one of the main things a lot of people don't know is that I, um, I, actually worked a lot on the um, on the inner and the mm -hmm. inner beauty first so I did like um, some psychology classes I also took um, and 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 uh, NLP I'm trying to translate it in, in English yeah. and an NLP um, a certification which actually tells you a lot about you know who you really are 
So then I took a lot of courses, spiritual courses that helped me. And um, that's how I put the two together. And that's how I've been helping a lot, a lot of people. And um, and right now, then I, um, the um, International Society of, um, of Educators in Beauty reached out to me and uh, they wanted me to, they offered me to be the, like the director and representative from here from the U.S. So this is how everything came about, about traveling and also being hired to travel to the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, So I've been traveling a lot, but bringing all of these uh, programs that I have put together that um, that has helped many. And uh, and I invite a lot of the uh, professionals out there, whoever is interested to travel and to show your expertise and your talent, um, you can join us and travel with us because we have so much to share about beauty. Uh, we do this on the external end because this is more like the external with the, asso- uh, the association. But I also um, I'm working with a lot of people that are actually in the inner um, inner beauty because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do over, uh, out there. And and I put it on um, on some of my stories of what I do. A lot of, I'm actually putting everything that uh, what I do as meditations, as rituals, um, things that are gonna empower you, help you take all of that baggage that sometimes limit you to make good decisions and what to find you and to find who you really are and and what you really want to reach. Um, and uh, and we're bilingual, so everyone's welcome. You know, any it doesn't matter what language you speak, I'm like, we'll make it work. We are energy and we can connect and we're here to, to make a difference in the world. So um, this is what I can tell you. Yeah, uh, it's so good. These 22 stories in here of female business leaders who are rocking it are amazing. We've had uh, Jacqueline Camacho on the podcast before and blew me away. We hope to have more of, of the ladies on because I think these are have been some of the most inspiring stories. And it really goes to show that anyone with a dream can really make it happen. Um, and, and I think that is inspiring to anyone so uh thank you so much for sharing those thank you for the book thank you for um inviting these women to share their stories as well we understand that part two is coming yes, soon yes we're gonna we have a tentative date for august 12th that's my birthday Ooh. Oh, so i'm planning a big day. yeah i'm excited so either san diego i'm gonna do two but I don't know which one's gonna go okay. first. San Diego in California, and then one here in Chicago in a ranch. I went wow. to a ranch with horse riding helicopters. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, if we get an invite to that book launch, maybe we'll, we'll go check it out. Yeah, but. <laughs> you guys yeah. are all coming. We had an amazing, um, like an event, right, for Business Divas. It was amazing. It yeah. was just like, I don't know. It's like getting married and having all these wedding events, right? I mean, more extreme. <laughs> she went to extremes, and honestly, yeah. I enjoyed it. On the, the book lounge was amazing. So I can just imagine the next ones because now you already got the the first step in, huh? You yeah. already know my, what to do. It was my first event. Like I'm getting a wow. lot of props saying that. Wow, so now you're an event planner? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what business owning is like, is yeah. you just do uh, everything that you can when and you can. It was perfect, um, though. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. If you want to hear more, if you want to read more, this is the place to do it. There are so many more stories of ladies just like uh, Martha and Gabriella who are doing amazing things. And we don't even know the most amazing things you've you're going to do because they still are yet to come. So 
we look forward to that. Be looking out for Business Diva 2, which will be coming uh, in August. Yes. So we're, look, we're excited about that as well. Um, if you want to get this book, you can look on Amazon. I was able to get it on the Amazon uh, app, so it's out there for you to grab. Um, we'll make sure to put their socials in wherever we put this episode so that you can connect with them, but obviously they're here in the book as well. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. Be sure to check out Business Diva on Amazon and visit www.bridgingchicago.com to find way, other ways to connect with these business divas. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram where our handle is at Bridging Chicago, or you can search us on LinkedIn. But of course, you can visit www.bridgingchicago.com to find all the ways in one place. So thanks again for joining us. And ladies, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, thank everyone. You. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solutions Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including, but not limited to, or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceedings.